Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. We are Vicky B and Sammy Z, two cousins creating a space for women to laugh, grow, and stumble through their 20s. This community is all about embracing your inner weirdo while manifesting that boss-ass babe you know you are. Grab a drink and get ready for lots of laughs, honest chats, and authentic advice every Thursday. Like, subscribe, and leave a review. And don't forget, to follow us on Instagram at Stumbling Along. And here's this week's episode of Stumbling Along with Vicky B and Sammy Z. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Guys, Vicky B has pointed out that it is a massive day today because today is our 50th episode. It is. That happened so quick. We have grown up, we are half a century in episodes. Sort of, not really, but we were trying let's say to, we are. Yeah, we're we're coming of age. We're over the hump now. We're getting our groove. I think by the 50th episode, I feel quite confident in me and you, you know? Our dynamic. Yeah. Our love for the podcast. I think 50 was the episode we needed to hit to feel truly alive. I, I agree. You know, you don't, you're not, you don't even... Sorry, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, so this is going to be a tough episode. But I was going to say 50 is the new 30, right? That's what they say? That's what they say. And we're going to embrace 50 with the only way I know how. And it's just to ramble on with Vicky B for a full 45 minutes. What are we going to say in our 50th year of doing this podcast? <laughs> we're probably going to still be saying we'll, the same thing. We'll probably be dead. Let's be real. Oh my. Maybe, oh, maybe not actually. 50, that's like 73. We'll be alive. We'll be alive. Oh my God. We'll be 73 and stumbling through our 70s. It'll be amazing. Legit stumbling through. <laughs> <laughs> I literally love that. That's amazing. Well, catch us in, um, in our 70s. We'll be here. Stumbling along. <laughs> oh. Uh, ah. oh that was rich well stumblers if you are listening to this episode um right on time on the thursday or a few days later or maybe a week later this episode will all be falling quite close and in touch with the magical day holiday fake holiday we're not really sure of valentine's day Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's still relevant if you're not watching it anywhere near Valentine's Day. We're just going to be talking about the five lo- love languages and some awkward slash worst date stories that our listeners submitted to us for a good laugh slash some maybe some empowerment because some of them kind of suck. Yeah. And then it only makes sense for us to share some of our untold awkward slash horrible date stories as well so really we're gonna speak on relationships we're gonna speak on love we're gonna give you our opinion and we're gonna tie in a bow and hope that one of you sends us chocolates for our efforts (laughs) you know what for years sam i don't know if you know this or remember this but i've always like wanted just goddamn chocolate roses for valentine's day and i haven't gotten them ryan are you listening are you out there Or, or, are you not directing, or are you directing that to me? Are you directing I that mean, to me? You're true somebody. Maybe, maybe I'll just buy them for myself because it's it's getting sad. I think it's time. I did not realize that you ever wanted that. So I don't think you've been very vocal about it. I ask every year. Maybe I ask my mom every year and she just she's always fails. 
See you there. Are you up there? They're at Dollarama. I swear to God, I want the the chocolate to be shaped like a rose. You are so extra. They're from Dollarama. Okay. Okay. Fine. Everyone, I will go out and try to find these for you. Actually, I can't even leave because I'm in quarantine. Zia Joe, I'm gonna have to send you. Oh my God! I just told every told you where to go and everything. <laughs> well, hope for the best for you, Vicky B. Before we dive into what the love, uh, I guess we should probably explain like what the love languages are and how they came to be before we kind of yes. dive into our thoughts on it. So yes. um, from our very quick research that we did in terms of background of this, um, this guy called Gary Chapman, he discovered um, and came up with the five ways that people generally like to receive and express their love. Um, he is very credible. He has a PhD. He's an author, a speaker, and a marriage counselor. So he's all he has all the talks. He has everything. Um, breaking it down really quickly, do you want to give the five categories, Vicky B? Sure. So one is, co- is quality time. So spending time with said person. Second um, is access service, so like doing tasks for people and for each other, people doing tasks for you. Um, words of affirmation. Um, Say I love you. Say you're doing well. Yeah. Give a compliment. Expressing your feelings, compliments in words. Um, physical touch. That's self-explanatory. Give him a big hug. Give him a big smoochy smooch. Hold hands in public. PDA, baby. PDA. (laughs) Ew, that sound. Sound effects are cool. Um, Another one is receiving. I think that's the last one. Receiving gifts. Yes. And yeah. Those damn Dollarama chocolates. Those damn Dollarama chocolates. That's what she wants. It's not hard. (laughs) So essentially, he breaks down the five love languages um, and everyone has a different way of giving it and receiving it. And it really helps if you understand yours or your partner's when trying to build a relationship. Um, It's kind of what he says, a little blurb. It really does help to build it and understand your partner a bit more, what they would really like. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's um, there's a quiz you can do online if you haven't done it yet. But I feel like everyone has done it. And I always forget. I do it like once a year. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's iconic. And it's actually on his website. It's like, I actually redid mine last night because I just wanted to ha- be refreshed on it. You go on his website. I clicked like couples, like love language. Um, and then what? there's about like 25 to 50 questions, I guess. And it just makes you pick between two phrases. Um, and it starts off with like, um, it is more meaningful when my partner does gives two options and you just click like which one you do. And then by the end, it actually will list off all five love languages and give you a percentage and ranking of what you're most likely to want versus what you really couldn't give a shit about mm-hmm. in, in your, your love. Yeah. And on the quiz, there's one for um, people in relationships. There's one for singles and there was one for kids. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you done any of the rest or have we only done the couples no. one? Yeah. I've only done the relationship one. I feel like I only care. I only do it when I'm in a relationship. Yeah, like the tea. You just want to know the tea. I feel like, yeah. Well, would you say that in general, Vicky B, thinking about all this, are you a romantic person? Would you say? Yes. Okay, that was a pause. What was with that? I think I am. I don't want to say like I'm over overtly romantic, but I'm cheesy. You you're cheesy. I can't, 
I can, can you be cheesy. Like, can you give us an example of your cheese? Like for our two-year anniversary, I made like a photo book of all the funny pictures we have okay. together. So like, okay. I don't know. Romance. I think that's sentimental. Like you're sentimental. Okay. I feel like cheesy is like the boombox outside their house, like with like the radio playing, being like, "I okay. love you," right? No, no grand gestures here. No, um, I, or maybe I don't know. Um, but I definitely I like I like getting I like getting a little wine drunk and feeling a little happy and love drunk and going out for dinner and stuff like that and. I don't mind a little little music to set the mood. Oh wow, you like the whole scene. Yeah. Yeah, I like a little dancing in the kitchen kind of stuff. Is that romantic? I think that's fun. I don't know. I think I don't know. I think it depends how we're gonna define romantic on how are we gonna define what romantic is on this episode? Are we romantic people? How would we define like it? I mean, I'm a bit of a hopeless romantic. Like, you guys know that I've, like, envisioned my wedding and, like, have a Pinterest board and stuff like that. So I can definitely – I guess I am. Like, I can say I'm a bit of a hopeless romantic. I'm a cancer. Like, what do you want from me? Fair enough. Fair enough. I would say for myself, I definitely would not go the hopeless romantic route. I think that I'm very, like – Yeah, I think we all – we uh, we have that pinned <laughs> for you. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm sentimental. Like, I, me and my boyfriend have – um that I started we have like a photo book and every year we take turns filling out the year we've had together so we take turns so one year he'll do one year I'll do another and it builds up oh my god that is so cute stop it yeah so we have that which I started I did our first year when we were just friends that was your idea this was my idea Oh my God, there's a heart underneath all that there, frost. There is a heart. But what makes it, I think, less cheese is that we pass it back and forth. So he has to equally like do a year and then we switch. And it's what just is, what, what happens if you hate each other for a year? I mean, you wouldn't, well, but. If you, you just, you don't put it in all year. Month. You just don't <laughs> put it in the months you don't like the person. You just don't put it in. Or maybe just like one photo. <laughs> Only good stuff, no bad stuff. So, yeah, so I can confirm that I definitely have a heart. I don't like to show it often. I definitely don't wear it on my sleeve. <laughs> but I care about the people and I love people and I care about the people in my in my circle. Um, and I have empathy. <laughs> I'm trying to like sell myself right now because I feel like people think I like, have no heart. I don't I, know if people know. I don't know if everybody knows you that. I don't know. Do people know that? I'm going to turn it on my astrology as well and say I'm a Capricorn. So we definitely have hearts, but it takes a long time and we won't show it off right away. Yes. Yes. So I'll leave it at that. That's a good summary. Yeah. Um. So Samantha is a secret romantic. I'm going to just summarize that. Yes. And you are an overtly hopeless romantic. Okay, not overtly. Okay, maybe. maybe. Yeah, embrace <laughs> the love, Nikki B. Um, but... So do we believe in the five love languages? Like, what do you think of it, of this concept? I think that this concept is super interesting. I think that I I don't have any other, like, strategy or formula to compare it to, but I definitely can see how these five different types of, like, lang- love languages make sense. How about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. Like, I never even thought about other ways like 
other way. Like I can't think of other ways that people would give and receive love other than these five. So I think he nailed it. But I think it doesn't only have to like apply to a relationship. Like the quiz, like I have never done the singles quiz. So I don't know what that's like. But I feel like these love languages also apply to like all your relationships. Definitely. I mean, it's definitely skewed to like when you do the quiz, the relationship quiz, at least it's skewed to like how you would be with your partner. So it's definitely different than how you'd give and receive, like how you like to give and receive love when you're with your family or your friends. But I think like looking at mine, I'm like, oh, this makes sense in a, in a lot of ways in my life. Definitely. So we think that the, though the quiz itself is kind of specific to romance if you were to change kind of maybe the examples of the questions they give it can really go to anything yeah I think if you do even if you do it you can just see like you'll understand how you give and like to receive love in general but do you think that if you were to answer it for instance let's say the questions were geared to like your parents do you think that the five love language the ranking of your answers would change yes I think it would definitely change because it's a different relationship. I think. Like, yeah. It depends, I guess, how your like, I don't know, a physical touch might not be. It depends on your ranking, I guess. Yeah, and I guess it because, also depends like, on your relationship you, with the person. Yeah. When you think about it, like, like, it doesn't have to be romantic. Like, physical touch sounds kind of intimate, but it can also just be, like, a hug, you know? Or words of affirmation, just, like, your parents saying like, I'm proud of you and stuff like that or receiving thoughtful gifts. And so it doesn't have to be romantic. Absolutely. But the quiz is very like skewed to partner, but I, I think did. you can apply it if you really think about how you like to give and receive love. And then going off that, do you think that the way you like to get love is the same way as you like to give it? Or do you think those d- differ? I think it's pretty similar. Like, I think the quiz is for both. Okay, so it's kind of encompassed, like, the way you give it is the way you kind of want to get it. Yeah, I think so. I think that's how people usually work, right? It's like, yeah. you, if you're, like, if you love, if you, like, seeing words of affirmation, I feel like people usually, like, give, like, give words af- of affirmation. And, like, even if, like, when you think about it, when you want something from someone, you, like, kind of start you know trying to pull it from them like if you want some more like words of affirmation you kind of start giving that to that person hoping to give it get it back in a way right um so yeah I think yeah I think it's uh applies to both so I think it only makes sense for us to let everyone kind of know our rankings how do you want to do this should we go from our fifths to our first or what do you want to do Let's go first because the quiz says first to fifth. Okay, fabulous. Let's do it. Okay, so Vicky B, what was number one for you? Okay, so my number one was quality time. Um, my second was words of affirmation. Um, my third was physical touch. My fourth was receiving gifts. And my fifth was acts of service. Okay, so hearing that, Number one, quality time. Does it make sense for you and your relationships? Definitely. And then which one? Was there anyone in there that you were like, ah, I don't know if that makes sense? Well, here's my thing. Okay, let's hear. 
I think that this quiz can change depending on where you're at in your relationship. Like, I think if Ryan and I were living together, acts of service would probably be like higher. Yeah. Because like we don't live together. Like I don't like I, I don't want him. Like I don't want him to do you, things for me. You don't really see an opportunity for him to even do things for you, really. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that would definitely be higher. Um, I thought my receiving gifts would be a bit higher, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, who wants those chocolates? You know, everyone knows like I love thoughtful gifts and I love giving them. So I thought that would be higher, but I guess that would apply more, I think, in other relationships like non-romantic relationships like I think that would score higher in like general relationships um yeah and I was gonna say with acts of service I think you're somebody who has maybe a bit too much pride and don't really like to ask for help <laughs> I'm gonna call you out I don't think you yeah, ask for like, help what do I need help in like if if you were really overwhelmed at work and someone offered you know what I'll make dinner for you so you don't have to or let me do your laundry for you so that you can go on that walk with a friend like things like that Hmm. Well, I live with my family, so. <laughs> so yeah, very situational then. If you yeah. were, if you were alone with your boyfriend or your partner, then in that case, could change. Exactly, I think so. And I gotta say, I'm gonna just words of affirmation is just like a huge one for me. I know that's just like that applies everywhere. I feel like I always like hearing like praise. Definitely. Or, like, compliments and like I need like encouragement like I'm a writer so I guess that comes from that too and I just like like I kind of look for praise which is also like my fatal flaw I think to yeah look for okay. praise yeah not um, and that, like just for yourself but like get needing that like yeah relying on like an external force to give me praise or like reassure me is not the healthiest but at least we know um, so yeah, I think that's like a big one that can apply to my relationships with other people and quality time. I think that's a huge one, like uninterrupted quality time, like get off your phone. I hate it. I hate it. Like if we're, if we schedule a time together with anybody and you're on your phone or something, I'm just like, why am I here? I feel like I'm the worst for that. Like if, if anyone I'm with is on their phone, I'm always like, can you get off your phone? But then if I'm on it and someone says it to me, I'm like, chill. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> can't I can dish it but I cannot take it especially with that example oh my god honestly <laughs> I've been there I've been there I've been told to chill chill <laughs> yeah I love that so overall you think that it does line up with your current situation and in the context of you and your boyfriend currently yeah I think it's definitely situational and I think it exactly like we're long distance so Maybe my words of affirmation are higher right now because that's important in a long distance relationship um, than it would be for like access service. So I think it depends where you're at in your relationship. And I also think like if you're lacking something in your relationship that you want and you do the quiz, I think that will skew higher. Definitely. Because that's what you want more of. It might not be your loveling, like your top love language, but I think it's it will show you that like you might want that more. So I think it, it it's situational. Yeah, and I think it's quite – we've gotten so much out of this quiz so far that I feel like it's definitely, like, something to look at and, like, analyze. Like, definitely don't take it at face value. And it's a quiz. Like, you could just be, like, an emotion you're feeling that day. Like, if you're sad, 
then you could raise something higher. So totally based on like situational, your mood. But I think that I, I quite enjoyed doing the quiz. I like to see what came out of it. Oh my God, I got like Ryan to, I always get Ryan to do the quiz because I think it's important to know what your partner's love language is too. And that way you can like, if you know their love language, you can better yeah exactly give that to them because if they're if they're very different from you as well you're going to be giving them the love that you want back and they're going to be giving you love that they want back and it's not going to match up which could cause conflict i'd say definitely if someone just doesn't like words like not a lot of people like words of affirmation or physical touch right yeah so and if that's how you show like that can be a problem that can be a red flag honey yeah (laughs) we're not we're not registered to say that we have no credibility but we're calling it a red flag that's a red flag that's a red flag yeah i agree and this quiz can help you show help show the red flags in your relationship amen sister okay tell me your your rankings Okay, so I wrote down my rankings and I put the percentages next to them. So for my number one is words of affirmation coming in at a 29%. No way. Words of affirmation is number one. So two and three were actually tied with 26%. So number two being quality time and number three being acts of service. Mm. Number four (laughs) coming in at 13% was receiving gifts and at the very bottom was physical touch with 6%. I am not surprised at all by that one. <laughs> so I, I was not surprised at all with number one being words of affirmation. I love the praise. I'm quite similar to Vicky B in that. And I was not surprised at all with my last one, physical touch. I'm just like, I don't need you to be close to me. to know that you love me essentially is like point blank like like get the fuck off of me (laughs) yeah like I like my bubble I like to be just like I don't know I just like space um and I think that's quite interesting because my words of affirmation like you can be anywhere and tell me something like positive and that's enough for me you don't need to be like all up in my face Mm -hmm. as for like the in-between quality time yes I like uninterrupted time I like to do things and get out um Acts of service is interesting to me because I remember what Vicky B said the very first time I took this, maybe like in the summer when I took it, I think acts of service was quite low and now it's third. So I'm wondering, is that because me and my boyfriend now live with each other? We're in quarantine together. We're doing lockdown together. So it's maybe different. I maybe need a bit more of that like physical help around like the house or with dinner and stuff. I really appreciate that more. Receiving gifts. I just kind of like love a gift, but it's still quite low. It's four. Mm hmm. But I think it really makes sense to who I am, th- this ranking, personally. Yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, acts of service are probably higher because you actually live with your boyfriend, Yeah, which makes sense. And I also think our family isn't the most up there on the physical touch. Yeah, definitely. We're more acts of service and, like, not really words of affirmation, but, like, I think our family is all about acts of service, like running errands and doing stuff for each other. Yeah. We are always there. I would definitely say our family, physical touch, like, yeah, the odd hug and stuff, but then we don't really show our love with that. I would, I'd agree. I think, I think we like quality time and access service are our family's like top two. Yeah, I think so too. Look at us go analyzing it. But I really love it. 
I know that like my boyfriend when he did it, quality time was number one for him, and I totally see that. Same with mine. Really? That's a good one. I feel like quality time is like a nice one to score high on. I feel like if you score low on quality time, maybe you shouldn't be with that person. <laughs> if like, you just what don't want to be with them, like what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? Like you don't you're like very much more of an independent person and you rather like high five each other at the end of the day you know yeah see that makes me question like i wonder what this guy what's his name gary i wonder what gary would say are there ones that are more important to score higher on or all these even playing fields like it doesn't really matter i mean i don't think it's like a test or anything right like i think it doesn't mean like you don't like to spend time with a person right i think it just means it's lower yeah so you could just really find love in like giving someone a gift as opposed to like going on holiday together mm-hmm. something yeah I, I just think quality time is a really good one to rank high on because essentially just that just means you like uninterrupted time just you and your partner or you yeah. and your friends or you and your parents it's, it's a nice and i feel like that, i feel like it's rare what do you mean like i feel like on un- like quality time that's uninterrupted is yeah. rare you think yeah, we're in, I a, think so. we're in a lockdown. We're always with each other now. <laughs> true, maybe more now than ever. But I think like someone's always on their phone, or like it is just like kind of taken for granted in a way. Definitely. Like easily, the yeah. most easily taken for granted. But the most important, like at the end of the day, like are you gonna remember the gifts? I and mean, this is different for people's love language is, but like you know, Sam and I are more like. Are you going to remember, like, are you going to care about, you know, the money you spent or the time, like the adventure or the experience you had? Yeah. And that's us. I guess that's also me and Vicky B coming from the same family. We might have some very similar, like, uptake on it. Could be totally yeah. different. I just think for me, I'm just like, I'll spend all the money and remember the vacation. Because at the end of the day, like, you're going to remember the holiday forever. And like, you will cry about the money for a bit but it will fade but like you'll have the photos forever it'll be a memory exactly even if it's like a not an, like it doesn't have to be an expensive little adventure just like a night out or a picnic <laughs> an activity yeah or like not like playing board games instead of watching netflix for hours i completely agree with that like i love a good card game yeah you do i my family doesn't really do card games so i my favorite like family the quality time would be just like post dinner, like pre espresso, just like chatting at the table. The dessert. Yes. Our family does that for hours, don't they? <laughs> for hours. And it's great. I love it. Just chatting. Yeah. I feel like I'd literally do that every night with my family. Every single night. Well, I mean, especially now, what else is there to do? But I feel like we always have. That's just something we do. And I think we could like very well take that for granted. Like, that's definitely, like, I wouldn't say as common as we think. Mm hmm. Especially now. Yeah, I know. Okay. Shall we move on? Let's, let's have a little dance break. And after a little dance break, we'll move on to the stories our listeners submitted about their worst dates ever. <laughs> well, welcome back. Hope you had a great dance break. Yeah, I sure needed that little stretch. <laughs> You didn't get up at all. <laughs> I did not. I did not. Um, She's a liar. I, I'm really excited because I live for the awkward date story. Um, 
and I'm excited to hear what was said um, and kind of let's let's just laugh about it. Hopefully we can have some laughs. Yeah. Sam, do you want to start us off? Let's like sandwich ours in between okay. or at then. Yeah, sure. So I will absolutely start us off. So my awkward date story, I want to take all of us listeners back to Nostalgiaville. It's summer 2011, 2012. I want to preface, I feel like this was my prime in dating early high school. I have no idea why, but this is when like, this is when I wore my Abercrombie t-shirt, low rise jeans and American apparel hoodie. I was confident as hell. This was also the time in my life where the double triple a hockey player was like, you were dating a professional athlete. And it was like this person had infinite money and wealth and status when really he is he was coming to the date in his mom's minivan. What would, what do they call them? Hockey biddies? No, puck Hawk bunnies. Puck bunnies. So I just wanted to set the stage on this is the kind of era we're in. I was in my prime in 2011. Don't know why. Yikes. This is, this is my awkward date story. Then again, ever since then, I was in long-term relationships. So this was the only time I was dating and am I the only one who dated in early high school? Like, I feel like this is so embarrassing, but this is like pure nostalgic. I just wanted to share this story. Well, so, sure. Yeah. So McKinney, what made this awkward was I obviously, A, was not allowed to go alone on a date with a boy. Um, and B, I was too awkward. So it would have been me and the guy I liked, his friend and my friend. So a weird double date, triple date situation. We had decided to go to the infamous movie date scenario. The worst you could thing you could do. Uh, we also decided to pick the remake of the Titanic, which is 100,000 hours long. There's a remake? They just like reimagined it. So it's just like better quality. It's the exact same film. Oh, so, like, yeah. Long, long film. Long film to be sitting there with friends who don't know, like you, this guy you don't really know and your friends who don't like and don't know each other. So we had to sit through that, which made it very long and silent and awkward. I was caught amongst the yawn arm around me. My physical touch, as we learned, is quite low. And to be put in this awkward situation, it was awful. And then, like, the arm had to stay for the rest of the seven-hour movie. So it was ridiculous. Crinkling up my Abercrombie shirt. We get to the end of the movie and we step out. It's still daylight. Obviously, you had to go to like a matinee because you're like, what, like 13, 14? A matinee. (laughs) And this, like, I still cringe just from like the pure, like, I would never want to go back to this time in my life. It was the moment when your friends are walking one way. His friends are walking the other way. They're both going to separate locations to meet the moms in the minivan. And you're just like alone left with this guy. Like, do I kiss him? Do I hug him? And I absolutely was not going to kiss him because that is not in my, that is not in my, my book of tricks. No kissing. No kissing. So I just awkwardly like hug and just like bolt it to meet up with my friends. Like that's what I did. Um, And what really was the icing on the cake for this early 2000s, story is that as soon as I get to the car I check my bbm my bbm yes and he had changed his status to like a sideways like emoticon face that was just like kind of like the what the fuck face it's like a slanted face and it was just like don't know what to think of that was what he changed his status to (laughs) and 
and I'm like, is he referencing my non my non kiss hug? And I was mortified. Um, and it clearly really has held on to me because it's like literally ten years later, and I'm still like cringing at this scenario. Oh my god, BBM! I remember the times when like people would just like literally like subtweet somebody in their bbm status in their bbm status um like directing someone like literally i remember i would change my status to get people like get guys to answer to message me like i would like somehow manipulate it them insane (laughs) it was insane like that was the era of pure like i'm actually sweating telling the story because i'm just seeing how awkward i was and i had to put all my friends through like i'm sorry to all the friends that i put through that like three hour film where like no one wanted to be there and i couldn't go alone so i had to bring them with me and of course he was a double a triple a player because he had to have been a hockey player because god forbid anything else he probably had like the swoosh hair too he had like the baby Bieber flow. he was wearing a nice snapback absolutely a snapback um jeans and he was probably in his like double triple a like like sweater is definitely wearing his sweater that had like the logo on it um, and just overly smelt like Abercrombie or like some weird Axe cologne. Like that was the vibe of the whole event. <laughs> Definitely Axe. Yeah, it was Axe. That was the vibe of the whole event. Um, thank you for being my awkward date story. I hope you hear this. <laughs> okay, thanks for kicking off, kicking us off, Samantha. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to read the next submission from one of our listeners. Let's do it. Here's a short but sweet one. Um, this guy made her dinner, and he didn't tell her until halfway through the dinner that they were eating tongues. Ew, ew. I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure it can be good, but like, why keep that from somebody? Why on a date hide that and feed your date tongues? It just like, seems what. Bit, it just seems a bit off. <laughs> what weird pleasure is this guy getting off from by like not telling her what she's eating? Yeah, and clearly he was trying to keep it. Clearly secret. she was not going to be impressed by it because she's disgusted and he just held it. Do you think it'd be funny to like tell her halfway through like, haha, guess what we're eating? Tons. <laughs> like I would literally throw up. <laughs> I would literally throw up. <laughs> Oh, that's God, that's funny that's horrific so the other one we got was it was the first day and after dinner he invited me to his house for a drink and asked me to sit in a rocking chair he told me about at dinner so he could envision me holding our baby in the future i had never been so uncomfortable in my life that is disgusting i would that is do you think he was dead serious like do you think he was like sit there let me visualize this yeah yeah really? i don't think you joke about that <gasps> wonder what number date this was this had to have been early on she said first date oh yeah she did, did. She? Oh, yeah she did <gasps> this guy what's with the rocking chair like he did he build he's that been like, to come home to <laughs> <laughs> he's really been manifesting this rocking chair baby fantasy vibe it's a yeah. fantasy. Oh, and she's had to step into the fantasy. Like, do you think she like held her hands, like pretending to hold a baby, and was like swinging it side to side? Like, he was just like, "Can you like just hold your hands?" Like, like one that? second, and I'm gonna go get this uh, blanket that I've been holding on to. <laughs> Here's <laughs> this baby doll I just have. Wrap it up. I'm just gonna take a photo really quick. 
I would just die. Like you would, I think in the moment, like I would do it because I would just be so shocked and unsure. Yeah. And then like, yeah, you would leave and then you'd be standing outside waiting for the Uber. Like, why did I just do that? (laughs) What? What? And you instantly Snapchat your friends like, what has just happened here? (laughs) Yeah. That like you you kind of just like wish you run right out of there but you like are stuck in the you feel literally stuck in this awkward situation oh your your ass is glued to that rocking chair and you're like can i get up now <laughs> you're just like ah, ha, 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 yeah ha, ha, ha. that awkward laugh oh the awkward laugh is what exactly what would happen i don't even know if the awkward laugh would come out i think at the beginning you would just do it out of pure shock and then afterwards you'd be like ah another drink <laughs> let's get it <up." laughs> okay that was a that was a good one that was Okay, I'm going to read the next one. Okay, it's a bit of a long one, but... We're here for Okay. My fir- my worst date story. When? Sejep first year. For people who don't know, Sejep is like in Quebec. After high school, they have this like... It's like a transition, like another school before university. So it's called Sejep in Quebec, if people didn't know that. Um, who... Super good-looking, prospective Olympic athlete skier. These athletes, man. Yeah, I know. Date plan, simple movie date. Oh, no. We know how we feel about movie dates. We know how we feel. Okay, here it goes. Well, I arrived at the theater. It was a Tuesday, so half-off night, and it was so busy, and my dad dropped me off and said he'd wait in the car park until the dude arrived because my papa is the best. 30 minutes go by, no text, nothing. At this point, many people we went to school with saw me getting stood up at the movies and were really nice about it, but I was mortified. <gasps> he finally messaged, right? He finally messages something about a gym meeting and that he'd be and he'd be there in 10 minutes. So I tell my dad that all is well and he leaves. Dude arrives and doesn't apologize and we get in line. He wants to see a stupid movie and I want to see a good one. LOL. He agrees on my movie. Um we get to the cash and he bolts over, doesn't gesture at anything to suggest that he'll pay for me. Totally fine. I go ahead to another cash and buy myself my ticket. I meet him after paying and he freaks out, rips a ticket from my hand and rips it and gives me the one he bought for me. Oh. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize and we agree to move past it. I like the movie. He hated it. Red flag. It was good. He offers to drive me home and I say Okay. I try to make conversation in the car because we hadn't really gotten to talk. Movie dates are not good first dates. And mid-sentence, a Taylor Swift song comes on on the radio and he blasts it and screams the lyrics all the way to my house. LOL. Then he asks for another date. I say, yeah, we'll chat soon. It was the worst. He was super good looking, so I looked past it. He literally told me not to compliment him because he had an ego problem he was working on. (laughs) Anyways, he didn't make the last Winter Olympics and probably still has an ego problem. Oh my gosh. What? What? (laughs) I can can visualize her coming up and him just being like swatting it out of her hand, like ripping it up like I paid for this. I would have been shocked. I like totally yeah you're right I totally envisioned like myself this happening like to me like I just put myself in her shoes like at our local movie theater and I just envisioned the whole thing I like he openly said he had an ego problem yeah and he didn't apologize for being late and then he blasted Taylor Swift the whole time probably because he didn't want to chat 
and then proceeds to ask for another date because he's an ego problem and doesn't realize how horrible it went. Yeah. What? Right? Like, he didn't even realize all the things that he did wrong. All the wrong And asked for another date. Like, what? Our boys, man. Athletes. There's a lot of red flags. Stay away. Well, at least he... At least he didn't make the Olympics. Yeah, that was karma, my friend. That was absolute karma. <laughs> I hope his ego shattered into a million pieces. Oh. Oh, I doubt it. Oh, I doubt it. I asked her the movie, too. So what was the movie? The Imitation Game. Oh, my gosh. He didn't like that movie? Yeah. Oh, he has no taste. That was one of the best movies of all time, I swear to God. I love that movie. Me, too. Would you like to round it off with your awkward dating story or worst dating story? I would. Okay. So this goes back a few years. I can't remember exactly the year, but it was also a summer. And it was like the summer after my ex and I broke up and I was on the Tinders. I was trying to, you know, get back out there, you know. Uh huh. And so I matched with this guy. Um and it was like my first date like after my ex and I broke up. And the same summer, like my house had this mouse problem. Ew. Like there was just like my dad came to like close up all the holes. So there's like mice in the house just waiting to kind of get trapped. I like had to go to work and I saw a mouse that day and I was like, fuck, like I'm on my way to work. Like I can't deal with this right now. And then my roommate also came back to Ottawa from home that day, and I didn't know. And she, ba- her and her sister were in her room, and they saw a mouse, like, in her bed. Ew! And they, like, freaked out, and they evacuated and didn't come back. As one and I was, supposed to, I was supposed to go on this Tinder date that night, and I was kind of getting a little, like, chickening out so I like came up with the excuse that I had to like deal with this mouse problem because my roommate wouldn't come home unless I dealt with it so I made up that excuse but then he was like oh I'll come over and help you oh no and I was like "Mm." (laughs) I was like okay fine we'll go on this date so he picks me up and um I learned that he's like an athlete too. He's like some type oh. of swimmer. And um, so he didn't really drink. He didn't really like eat any type of junk food. Like he was a square. So he's boring. <laughs> yes. So red flag for me anyways. <laughs> and also he, w- he was living in New Zealand for two years and like, a ma- like had an accent. Two years has an accent. Yes. Interesting. Um, like a full-blown accent and from two years of living in New Zealand. So I don't know if he was just like faking this, but I was like, this is a bit weird. Like maybe like a few words, but I don't think you would have like a full-blown ac- like I can- accent and you didn't just arrive here. Like it, you weren't just freshly off your two-year trip, you know? Yeah. So he's faking. And like Sam, I know Sam has a bit of like an accent here or there, but like it's not full-blown British yet. No definitely not um anyway so we go to a restaurant and um i order the nachos because this guy doesn't eat anything that's not healthy (laughs) and he eats the nachos too so (laughs) 
we don't get drinks. Like, I think we just got nachos or maybe I got a drink. So, like, I paid for it. I ordered the nachos. Um, and then, like, halfway through the day, my ex is, like, one of my ex's, like, best friends walks into, like, walks by us on the patio because we we're, like, on the front, front patio by the entrance. And he walks by us and, like, loudly says like oh no like fuck no like loudly and I hear it why and like makes eye contact with me right so I like know right away like that he's talking about this situation that kind of blew the wind out of my sails for the rest of the state anyway so then we go back to my house and he says that he'll help me like get this mouse out of the house so I was like okay all right, come out me get the mouse out of my house. And so we go in my roommate's room and like he grabs like like gloves or something from my kitchen to get it. And we we go in my roommate's room, we're looking through her bed and the mouse is literally dead in her bed. Oh my god, ew. And he grabs it. Ew. And we put it in a bag or something, we threw it out like outside. So you literally, like, literally helped me, which was great. You literally got the mouse out of the house. And then I gave him a hug and uh, never uh, saw him again. Oh, my God. All that was left of you is the memory of the mouse. Yeah. I mean, at least I got one thing out of the date. That is too much. Why would he? The fact that he eat, ate the nachos, that is haunting me still. Yeah. Right? He doesn't right? eat junk food, but he ate the fucking nachos. Well, that was fun. Thanks to everyone who sent them in. Like, I would love to do a second one. I feel like there must be more out there, like, awkward date stories now that, like, we've kind of broke the ice and shared some. We have. So if you want to share any, please let us know. We would love to rant over them. I know. I I love just hearing what our stumblers have to say and what information, like what like funny things they say in their lives and see how it just like all ties together. Like we're all one in the same. We're all here for each other. So we really appreciate that. Um, And we definitely encourage everyone to go check out their love language. Um, Even if you're not really swayed by it, it's a really fun quiz. So we'd recommend. And if you liked this episode and you like hearing stories from other people, you have to check out our Poop Proud episode where we get poop stories from our listeners about having accidents and we also have our cover letter and mishaps um episode um so check those out definitely and we hope to see you guys all here next week and have an amazing rest of your week whichever week it is 